0: Hey friends, I'm Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus podcast. If you are ready to grow in your faith and to confidently step into your identity in Christ, then join me as we dig deep into God's word so you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today, we are listening to part two of a conversation I started in yesterday's episode on healing. So if you haven't listened to that one, I would go back and listen to that first and then continue with this episode. But this is part of our root series where this entire month, I'm sharing older episodes that many of you have not heard because it really showcases the heart and the foundational aspects of who I am and what this ministry is. And the foundation is what everything is built on. So before we move forward with our next series, I thought it would be helpful to look backward. I pray this episode blesses you. He did another evaluation and he said, you you have really made a lot of progress. He said, there's a couple of the things I want you to try. The first was a pair of glasses. I like my daughter had 2020 vision and she didn't need to go in depth with any of this kind of stuff but for me my tr- my trauma had been so long and for for such a long period of time and so intense that it, I needed a little bit more. And so he gave me this pair of glasses and this pair of glasses basically tilted everything because he said because of the amount of trauma I had experienced everything was shifted in my line of vision so everything was pitched forward. So where I would stand still if you and I were standing next to each other, everything in your environment would be fine, but in my environment everything would be pitched forward. So I would overcompensate that and I would try anyway, and what would end up happening is I would run into things. I would run into the wall, I'd run into the furniture, furniture that stays put, like the dining room table, I would run into it every day. I can't tell you how many times I've broken my toes. Like uh, I I don't even go to the doctor for it anymore. I just, you know, tape it up and suffer through it but I have had so many broken toes from hitting my toes on furniture. And that apparently was all connected. And so I put on these glasses and everything in my environment looked like it was tipped. And I had my family put on the glasses and for them, they looked clear. They looked like there was nothing. They were just clear glasses. For me, everything looked tipped, which caused incredible, terrible migraines. And so I was supposed to be wearing these glasses Like even just working up to working, wearing them all day long. And I couldn't get past 10, 15 minutes. They would trigger these terrible migraines. And so I went back to the doctor and he said, let's check some things. So he works through things and he sits down and he said, this is really hard to believe. And I said, what is it? He said, we never see this. He said, this is really, really rare. Apparently my brain processes things upside down. And so when he gave me the lenses, when we flipped them upside down, It was like a cool drink of water on a hot day. It calmed my eyes and almost immediately my headache, I always had a dull headache, my headache went away. And he said, when you view things, they kind of come into your brain and your brain flips them upside down and that's how you process them. So he said, when we flip these, what it's going to do is it's going to calm down that ocular nerve. And so within, so I went home and I had to get the glasses remade and within, I want to say a week of wearing them, I started wearing them nonstop because they just seemed to calm everything down in my body. I was, again, sleeping better. I was having less and less headaches. I just found myself just much more calm throughout the day. And so two months in, doing the light therapy, wearing these glasses, he said, you don't have any evidence of brain trauma in your, in your brain anymore. And I And I was like, "What?" And he said, "The person that came in the door two months ago is not the person that's locking out the door. And he gave me a couple other suggestions that which I did follow through on. we'll talk about it in a minute. but what he said to me was he said, "There's another piece of this." And he said, "I want to know that where are you at in understanding that this was a gift?" And I said, What do you mean a gift?" he said all of the trauma that you experienced as a child and as a young adult and even into adulthood. He said, where are you at in understanding the gift that that was? And that question I really had to sit with for a while. And I'll tell you, this is the most incredible eye doctor ever. And I just pray you find um, physicians in your life because he's amazing. But I had to really sit there and think about it. But yet I wrote a book during the pandemic that points people to Jesus and how to hear him and how to walk through some of our spiritual trauma. And I can get, I had a lot of training. I've had a lot of experience. I know how to work through things spiritually, even emotionally. You know, there's people that I have spent a lot of time with and talked through things with. I know how to get there emotionally, Uh, physically in my body. I couldn't do it on my own and I really needed his help. To understand what was going on with my body, to seek out the resources. There's no way in a million years that I could just figure out that I needed these special glasses to flip things upside down to retrigger my brain to heal. There's no way, but yet that's exactly what I needed, and God sent me this amazing physician to help me work through those things. It it was it a pain in the butt to you know carve out 20 minutes a day to do light therapy. Yeah, kind of, especially in the summertime when you. You know, you want to be on the go and go get ice cream or whatever it is. But I had to put the work in. The other thing that he had me do was go work with an acupuncturist. And acupuncture is one of those things where a lot of the Christian circles shun it because it is, you know, seen as Eastern science or Eastern religious kind of thing. And while there definitely is an element to that, it has made huge strides in science and in medicine. And there was an acupuncturist in the next town over for me who was medically trained in acupuncture, not Eastern medicine trained, but literally has chased the science of different points on the body that engage different aspects and different systems. And so they specifically have acupuncture points that trigger the parasympathetic nervous system. Now, the parasympathetic is the rest and digest. The sympathetic is the fight or flight. And of course, my fight or flight was elevated and we needed to engage the rest and digest. And so she started, I I was scared. I was really scared. I didn't want to do it, but yet I was deeply committed to chasing and putting the work in for my healing. And so she started the first time with just three, just three needles That initial pinpoint was a little bit uncomfortable. I wouldn't even say it was painful, but then they leave it in for a good 20 minutes where you just rest and you let let your body work. And what I found is immediately I felt the only way I could describe it is that feeling when you're starting to fall asleep and you just kind of feel completely relaxed. That's what I felt on that table with needles sticking out of me. And I never anticipated that. But yet what it was doing is it was stimulating the nerves in my body of my nervous system that it needed to. And I did that for about six weeks. And every week she would put additional needles in different parts of the body that it would engage the nervous system. And I'm telling you that I am not the same person that I was when I started all of this. The other thing that she engaged with was breath work. And this is so simple and I'm going to share it with you because it has been life-changing for me in those moments where i feel myself getting worked up and sometimes there's a trigger it's not like all of those triggers have gone away and i don't ever get triggered anymore but when something stressful happens or something that is is engaging that stress response i've been taught now how to breathe through in a way that calms my nervous system and so and you will hear this in different kinds of therapy sessions people talk about it dealing with panic attacks we'd practice it with my daughters when they are getting worked up and emotional It's very, very simple. It's breathing in for a count of four, holding your breath for a count of six, and then releasing slowly for a count of eight. And you repeat that four times. And I'm telling you, even like we tested it, (laughs) I always get nervous on planes. We flew for our family vacation and I started to get a little bit just kind of nervous. I did the breath work 100% fine. It engages the parasympathetic nervous system to calm yourself down, to calm your system down. So when I'm in the middle of a stressful situation and I can feel my heart starting to race, I do the breath work in for four, hold for six, out for eight. And I repeat that a couple of times. You can do it for up to four times, um, but I probably by the second time, I'm almost better. Sometimes I'll do a third time just to kind of make sure, but you can do it up to four times. And what you'll notice is the more you do it, the more you train your body to calm back down. with my daughter last night. She was kind of getting overwhelmed with homework. Homework's a little bit difficult for her. And so she's starting to get ready. I can tell as a mom that she's getting ready to cry. And my husband did the breathing with her and she calmed right down. It's so simple. It's breathing. But yet nobody had ever taught me that. And yet my encouragement for you is to realize that it's not sinful or it's not wrong to get help from people that can help you that can that are trained in the body on how to reduce stress. If you have walked through a stressful situation, a stressful lifestyle, a stressful, triggering, abusive, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is, situation, it's very likely that you have some of these physical responses in your body that, left unchecked, can contribute to a lot of issues. For me, it was weight gain and insomnia and migraines. That was the primary and like this physical visceral response to perceived threat. I mean, like heart racing, all those kinds of things for you. It might be, you know, for some people it's heart issues and that that's where a lot of heart attacks end up coming from. Or, you know, there's a lot of different ways that that comes out. Stress, stress can come out in a lot of different ways in our bodies. But I think I'm saying all this to kind of synthesize this idea that we have to put sometimes the work in in order to get to the other side of our healing. That might mean going through a program like Kristen's where where we're addressing the trauma and working through things. I had done that kind of on my own through my spiritual counselor, through a spiritual formation class I was taking, and I realized how much value you it so much value there is. But we have to address things not just from a spiritual perspective. Not just from an emotional perspective, but from a physical perspective. And if we ignore the physical perspective, there's this part of us that is not going to get to the other side of our healing because it needs to be addressed. Of course, continue to pray for divine healing. Of course. And I will continue to pray for that for you. But don't do that to the neglect of the physical healing. And maybe acupuncture isn't right for you. Maybe, you know, the eye doctor thing, syntonic light therapy isn't for you. There are other ways to do it. EMDR is a really popular way to treat some of this stored trauma. Another way, and this kind of, people land on both sides of the fence with this. Another way is yoga. And again, yoga is one of those things where people are very nervous about it because it has its roots in Eastern mysticism. However, I would encourage you to check out Christian Yoga. I think if you Google it, it's either ChristianYoga.net or ChristianYoga.org. I went on there and I found a Christian yoga practitioner that was, again, another town away. So I don't go as often as I would like to, but I went and let me tell you what I experienced because I was really nervous. I had been taught that yoga was bad and evil and stay away from it. When I walked in the room, it was a room full of believers and the woman that was leading it had an experience as a exercise you know, leader, I think it was jazzercise or something, and she herself had really started seeking out ways to heal from some stressful situations in her life. And so it it is a they've taken the science behind yoga and they have coupled it with Christian philosophy and practice. And so it's worship music and stretching and engaging muscles the way that God created us to. It's our bodies just because they have created this eastern mystic religion around it doesn't mean that God isn't the author of how our bodies work. And so through a series basically of stretching, this wasn't vigorous Yoga, they're not doing Downward Dog and some of those kinds of things. This is literally laying on the floor, stretching your body in different ways while listening to worship music. And I'm gonna tell you what happened to me. And different people have had different responses. I took my daughter and she had a very similar response to, to what I did. There was an exercise where they did where it was really just your upper body is laying flat on the mat and then your lower body is twisting. So your hips kind of twist over and it kind of twists your back to the point where your your left hip is then on the floor of on the right side. And when we hit that, emotion rose up out of my body and I found myself to be weeping. And yes, sometimes the, the worship, you know, can produce that kind of response, but that's not what this was. I physically released some sort of emotional trauma. That had been stored in my muscles and my bones, probably. And it wasn't until I fully stretched that that I just felt this release. And I, and as I was weeping, she came over and she just prayed for me. She just silently prayed for me. And the Lord used that to release some things that I had been holding on to that I didn't even know I was holding on to. And so I do Christian yoga now. And I don't have any checks in my spirit about it. And listen, I'm a spirit-filled believer. God has given me a gift of discernment. There's a lot of things where I stay away from that you probably would disagree with, so like, you know, just different books and media or people or situations. I shy away from it because that, that Holy Spirit in me says, uh-uh, here's a check in your spirit. Get away from that. Nothing in me rose up against it. Instead, what I found was the presence of the Holy Spirit in that room as I worshiped, as I prayed, as God released things in me that I needed to release. And so maybe for you, it's Christian yoga. Maybe for you, it is starting in a place of prayer and saying, okay, God, give me some wisdom. These are just some ways to start chasing down some of those rabbit trails. And I'm telling you what, I have read probably 20 books on neuroplasticity and neurology and the way that God has created our brain to work. Our brains are fascinating. And the way that our brain works with our muscles and our nerves and our nervous system, really, it's a protective mechanism. And it's a way to survive in very traumatic scenarios. The vasovagal response, you can do some research on that and how God has just wired our, our brains to work and how to lower our stress responses. All of that to say that sometimes you got to put the work in to get to the other side of your healing. Am I 100% there? No, I still have some physical things that I need to work through and some hormonal things that, you know, that can get disrupted because of stress, there's definitely still some things that I need to work through. But I'm committed to doing it because I see the results and the wisdom that God has, the way he's put our bodies together and created us to heal. There is no shame in that. And in fact, I would hope that by the end of today, you would realize that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you don't have to live bound by the things that the enemy has kept you bound with. And so I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for you. And if you have questions, I know I threw a lot out there today. If you have specific questions about any of the therapies that I talked about or different ways that I can help kind of point you in the right direction of maybe somebody in your area, please reach out. I'm I'm here. I'm already praying for you. So give me something specific to pray about. I would count that an honor and a privilege to be able to pray and walk alongside of you. Check out Kristen's program if you haven't already. And then also explore some of those therapies. Look at Christian yoga. Look at some of the things that I talked about and see if any of those feel right. Pray about it. See if any of those feel right for you. But my hope is that you won't stay stuck. I spent a lot of years being stuck. And I just decided that I don't want to be stuck anymore. I want to live a life of freedom. And that includes physical freedom from the things that the enemy has used to keep me bound. And that's my prayer for you too. So have a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week. And I'm going to pray before we go. Father God, thank you so much for my friend that's listening today. Thank you that you have created her or him to heal, that you have created our bodies to heal, that you are ultimately the healer. Lord, I thank you for the supernatural times that you instantaneously heal us. I thank you that that's who you are. But I thank you that it's also who you are to heal us through the therapies of wise doctors that have spent years studying the way that our bodies work. Lord, I come against any feelings of shame or judgment or criticism for seeking out therapies or medication. Lord, I pray that you would help my friend to feel released of that. And you would help them to pursue healing, physical, emotional, spiritual healing, in a way that they find the true freedom that you've offered them through Jesus. Lord, I thank you for wise doctors. And I pray that even now, you would start to prepare ways for my friend to recognize different therapies and different doctors that can help. Lord, I pray that you would help them to be brave and strong and step out into that path, even when it's difficult and hard and there's nerves there. And I pray that your presence would be with them. Lord, we know that we don't go it alone. So Lord, I pray that you, there's nowhere we could go that you're not. So I pray that you would already go before them and prepare the way for them and make that rough path smooth. Lord, I thank you that you do that for us through Jesus. I pray for my friend this week, that they would have a good week. They would sense your presence, calling them and drawing them in. In Jesus name. Amen.